Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's in this league with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. On the radio. 30. I'm on right now. I don't believe you. You boys in line. Welcome back. It is In This League on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. That over there, that is Scott Bogman. Hello. The arch nemesis of Swamp Thing. That got me. You got me good there. <laughs> that, that real close up. Hello. Uh, I am Chris Welsh, the Welsh. And you can find us on Twitter at Is It The Welsh? That's me and Scott Bogman on Bogman Sports. You can do that. Hello. Hello. Did you know the Fantasy Factor is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player, Bogman? I did. Flatter prize pools, smaller fields, and single-entry contests only. Fantasy Factor always has fun. Dare you say so much fun contest going on. So much fun. This year, Fantasy Factor is running a $100,000 home run derby. Simply sign up and enter at www.fantasyfactor.com. Go check them out. We are going to talk baseball for pretty much the next two hours. All prospects in hour three. Uh, Chris yeah. Blessing is joined joined me on my show Prospect One. If you want to talk prospects, you want to listen to that show. If I do say so for myself, I think I do one of the better prospect shows in the land. Confirmation, Bogman? Absolutely. Thank it's you. my favorite. It's the only one I listen to. Thank you very much. I mean, because you have to. Uh, that is the uh, <laughs> so I'm going to give you a, pretty much a preview of the most recent episode with my interview with Chris Blessing. We're going to talk about Juan Soto, who is just lighting the prospect world up on fire. And I do a cool segment um, in in season called the Top 10, Not 10, highlighting prospects that are not top 10 guys. And you'll get a little bit of that. So you're going to hear all of that in hour two. We're going to talk baseball here, but I have got a question non-baseball related that I have got to hit at you, Mr. Bogman. All right, let's hear it. All right, so the pre-birthday, this is my birthday present for this weekend. Karchner Caverns, going in the caverns, going to Tombstone, little OK Corral. I love Westerns. And then we are going to do a paranormal tour. <laughs> what? T- you're like going to OK Corral. I love westerns. Like you just had to throw that in. I do. I love. I absolutely. There's not a western I can think of. Well, I shouldn't say that. Not the biggest fan of the old spaghetti westerns. Like okay, even the real old like Eastwood stuff. Like um, what's like fistful of dollars and stuff like that. Like eh. good, bad, and the ugly. It's dicey. Like, Unforgiven, like, you know, 90s and up type of stuff. Remakes are great. Um, any of that stuff. How about Red Dead Redemption? You like that Western? Oh, so did you, the, I think they had a preview for the new one coming out. You see it? Yeah. That's going to no, be I the didn't. thing that's going to get you a PS4, right? Uh, I mean, maybe. So, pretty, uh, I just moved. Uh, had a lot of security deposits I had to pay because of my cats, so... Uh, we'll see. We'll see if I can ever afford anything again, ever. Yeah, if I had time, I would totally do it. Red Dead was like one of the... I mean, that even just heightened everything about my love for Westerns. The problem for me, though, is I love the side stuff. I I would spend four (laughs) hours in the saloon playing poker, and then when they would beat me on stupid hands, I'd get up and shoot everybody. That was my problem with that game. (laughs) Uh, Good thing you weren't alive in those Western days. I mean, that would still be me. That would have been me. So did, um, did you hear that? I don't mean to yeah, run no, us no. off on a tangent, but did you We're hear that uh, Grand Theft Auto Five 
sold like six billion dollars worth of stuff. Oh yeah, because they went to downloadable content. They literally Good created like God Almighty, like new games, like new versions of the game. The downloadable content changed everything because they could charge sixty dollars for the game, and then they can charge like whatever they do, twenty bucks for every piece of downloadable content, which they've already made the game. They're just making cool new stuff. It's ingenious, and Grand Theft Auto. It's number one, and there's no shocker to any of it. They're going to do the same thing with Red Dead. Hopefully, they do another zombie one. They'll do some other crap. Who knows what it is? Maybe a Westworld. Oh, God. If they did a Westworld version, they oh, have man. to do a Westworld oh, robots. Oh, my. Oh, man. Okay, so here's a question, though. It's totally sidetracked. Going to a Western town. We're traveling. What is the best snack when you're on a road trip? Ooh. Best road, road trip, trip snack. snack. This is a difficult one because it's got can't a lot be too, of ideas. Yeah. It, it can't be too messy because yeah. you're in the car. So that you're, so. that's kind of eliminating like because um, I like peanuts. Like I like just like if you're at a ball game, I love peanuts because. But you can just crack the shell and throw it on the ground. But well, you, you can't can do just, that in the car. And yeah, but you messy. can have the not shelled peanuts. Sure, sure. Honey roasted peanuts. Uh, I think if you get a big old uh, box of those, that's pretty solid. You can just solid. get a bag of planters like salted peanuts that are just the nut. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Or, or you could do that. I, I don't know why you asked me and then gave me answers. Well, no, like... like you the, asking me or you just go want to say what you want to yeah, say? Yeah, but, but you went to like, I need peanuts that are in shells like I'm at a baseball game. No, no, no. What I said, I said the honey, the honey roasted. Okay, no, yeah, like yeah. The, I was like being the planters. Judging. Yeah, I was yeah. judging. Okay, so... Okay, so that's one. So nuts. I don't think that's, that's the top option. That's pretty solid. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I feel like trail... chips. Chips I like. Uh, cool Ranch Doritos, always a go-to. Yeah, nacho not, cheese. Nachos Doritos. tough, though, because your fingers. That's true. That's true. But if you bring some wet naps with you, you know. But that's uh, just another step. I mean, do I need, to, do I need to get on the Twitter? And, like, I, it, I don't know if this is a poll. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. It's not a poll. You just have to hear the suggestions. Yeah, because what? Because okay. you need to Twitter that out. Twitter that out real quick. Okay, so that, that needs to be. What, don't give options. What is just the best road trip road trip snack? Pistachios are pretty good, but once okay. again, mm. with the shells. Yeah, I'll put you on this, and I'll put uh, F and sunflower seeds. Do you like sun? I don't even know if you like. Sun, I don't sunflower. like sunflower seeds, but this you're, you're, you 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 specifically said don't want messy stuff and you're picking stuff that you have to like spit out everywhere uh, well how about a cup guy it's not what, that you, hard like chew you're spitting no that that's multiple you need it's like seeds no you I, spit seeds into your water your mcdonald's cup that you've clearly had for breakfast I, I you stopped at you. mcdonald's for breakfast i gotta be honest with you your snack takes are so horrible i am shocked no. i am shocked at your i I expected Absolutely so much from not. you. Sunflower I, seeds are good, man. That's a good road tweet snack. Tweet at me. Is it the Welsh? Tell me what your road snacks are, because I cannot believe what I'm hearing from Bogman that these are the choices. It the cannot be sunflower one, seeds. Oh, my God. One. The first it's one is sunflower seeds. seeds. Oh, my. Of course, it's from Tony Kohler, though. So yes, that, that yes, means Tony, nothing. That Tony means nothing. Tony knows. He knows. That is the, the Best wildest take, take ever. Best take ever. Your takes are horrible. You're all you're gonna say is uh, candies and uh, freaking warheads. Uh, That's not it. War, I'll tell you though, Sour Patch Kids top of the see? list. See, Sour Patch. Kids. No, but you're you cool can't ranch. eat Sour Patch Kids for four hours. Oh, cool Ranch though. Kill yourself. You were on it. Um, oh, that's just horrible take. Jesus Christ, sunflower seeds. 
Sunflower seeds, excellent choice. Okay, so you've got... Okay, how about Pringles? I feel like Pringles are a really good choice. Because you can do good, the what? you could do the nacho. Okay, um, who is this? Shad, uh, Shadalak, Shadalak, Chad says beef jerky. Beef jerky is probably solid. A top option. That's like a top three beef jerky, yep. right? I think top it's got. I think chips, and I'm gonna say Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch is the chip of choice. Like you could go Lay's or something like that, but you can't go nacho cheese Doritos because of the mess. So Cool uh, Cool Ranch. I think you Beef can. Jerky. You just need some. You just need a little preparation with the snack. If you have some wet wipes, you have some paper towels. I, may, maybe you're drinking some water. You can put a little bit of water on the towel. Wipe those fingers down. You, you're you're good. You just have to have a little bit of preparation. I, I just don't think so. Okay, how about another one? Um, how about like a good like a like a bar, you know, like a like a Cliff Bar or something okay. like that. I feel like that's like a really solid one. I feel, but I feel like that's the starter. You know what I mean? That that's that's either either stop by my move would be stop by McDonald's, you get the uh, your egg McMuffin or your bacon egg and cheese biscuit and your large Coke and you roll out and then you get a bag of sunflower seeds uh, because you stop by the gas station too and then you spit the sunflower seeds into the McDonald's cup. This is it's it's solid. I, I'm it's so solid in, I, I'm I'm shocked. You just don't you. like sunflower seeds. No, I don't like sunflower Eight seeds. Off. I'm just shocked that though that is your choice. I've got uh, I got the one though. I think this is number three because we've got beef jerky, and Cool Ranch. I think number three on the top three, Cheez Its. Cheez Its solid, but hmm. no, nah, I think I think Cheez Its actually might be number one. Uh, not number, uh, definitely not number one for me, but Cheez-its. I like Cheez-Its. I think it's good. I think you got to, uh, you got to diversify with your Cheez-Its. You got to get the white cheddar ones. You got to oh. get the regular ones. Uh, you get those pizza jobs in there. Uh, like what you need is the variety pack of Cheez-Its. But, but see, the only problem because with the variety pack, they do the jalapeno plain. one though. You, that's good too. Nah. You can, just can't eat all plain, uh, Cheez-Its the whole way. I couldn't agree more about the white cheddar one though. That, yeah, that's yeah. really important. The white cheddar, well, so you might you have to can, buy two bags. See, you can trade. You can find someone else that, that doesn't want. Don't they have a variety pack, like if you go to Costco? But I think you have to have, like, all of them. <laughs> so you just want to throw away the ones that you don't I don't like. want the jalapeno one. That's like getting— and You're so picky. But that's like so getting that stupid popcorn bin where it's, like, normal popcorn, cheese, and then you get the caramel. It's like, I don't want the caramel with this. Like, get out of yeah, here. It's all pretty good. I like all that stuff. You're yeah. picky. I am a little bit picky, but You're all right. Picky. I, I, we need more choices here. So tweet at me. Is it the Welsh? I put Bogman on it, so he retweeted it. What is the best road snack so far? All I'm seeing are sunflower seeds and beef jerky. Current top three is is uh, Cheez Its, Cool Ranch Doritos, and beef sunflowers. jerky. Nope. I just. Some, I yeah. please people vote in here. I can't. I can't do this with sunflower <laughs> seeds. All right. It's very important. It's very. It is a very important topic. And why more people haven't uh, weighed in, this is, like, incredibly important. I'm going to be on the road. I need to know <laughs> the thoughts because I might be missing something. There's a whole other conversation, by the way, too. What is the best road fast food joint? What's the best one to go to? And I feel like Ooh, that's difficult because it can't be too heavy, you know. I, you know, and I got a wild one, though. I feel like Subway is everywhere. And that's mm-hmm. a pretty good one to stop and do, but it is—it's more messy than probably any other place. Yeah, and then you're getting your lettuce and yeah. your onions all over the place, especially if you're driving. You can't do McDonald's so. because McDonald's is going to put you in the toilet. Like that one's not good for on the road. Taco Bell I, it, feels like the best, but it's messy too. 
Yeah, if you go on breakfast, you can go McDonald's, but I don't well, want yeah. lunch. Yeah, it's lunch. I'm, like like lunch. Like I, I don't know, man. I'm not sure there's a right choice, so people can fast food joint. That's. I feel like you know back in the day it probably would be Taco Bell because you can get stuff that isn't messy. You, you can get, get like, like a burrito. A yeah. Right. That, that that's not that's a little not shredded uh, chicken burrito with some cheese. There you go. Now it. see if the burrito's getting too big, a little messy. Same thing with Chipotle. Oh, here's one. Yeah. Aaron Haas just um he weighed in. Snyder's salt oh, sweet and salty pretzel pieces. Pretzel salted good caramel. Call. Pretzel, yeah, I mean he got very specific and oh my god, do these look good. Salted caramel ones. But just the pretzels in general, that's pretty high on the list. Oh, here we go. Yance. He weighed in hours old Taco Bell leftovers. So I think that might have answered our Taco Bell. <laughs> that's uh that's a pretty solid one too. The yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. These uh man, these Snyders of Hanover look good. Oh my god, yeah. everyone go search it. Sweet and salty pretzel pieces, salted. I do caramel. like that he put the link in to buy them too. I like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is probably like an Amazon link. He's Three dollars and twenty nine cents. So Oh really? Like that a lot. All right. Well, uh, on the other, we got. We'll talk some baseball here. But on the other side of the oh, break, yeah, we I will tell you what I bought because I've got. I currently because you got to stock up a little bit beforehand. I'll tell you what I got, and we'll see if anyone has uh, picked any of those choices. But um, spoiler alert: I only have one of the top three that we talked about on my current mm. list that I purchased. Beef so. jerky. Yeah, probably, totally beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Um, we got a couple things. I mean, I'm totally distracted. I can't even figure out, like, what the hell we're all supposed to talk about. I'm All I'm thinking about the snacks. Like, I'm watching Twitter just so intently, like, why well, are there not more? you're on a diet now, too, so talking about awesome snacks is like, you know, watching porn you know for my, anyone else. And you know what my wife did, too? Sorry, oh, we're just no. not going to talk sports in this whole <laughs> um, I'm at the store, and I'm getting a few things, and I'm like, okay, I got this, this. And I'm like, is that it? And she's like, I want something sweet. And I'm like, oh, you want it now or for later? And she's like, for on the trip. And I was like, oh, what do you want? Because, yeah, okay, I'm in on a diet, but I get to kind of let loose. This is the sexy talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, like, oh, here. I was like, oh, tell what me kind more. What food do you want, baby? What, yeah. what kind of package should it be in? How do we unwrap it? <laughs> and um, she's like, I think I want some Sour Patch Kids. And I'm at a Sprouts, and all they have is are these big, like, containers of Sour Patch Kids that are, like, you know, they're, like, $7 worth. And I was like, well, there's kind of a lot of them. Do you want that? She's like, just get those. And I was like yeah let's do this so now i have a reason to munch down on some sour patch kids that's probably the most excited i am about any of these snacks yeah let me ask you something and be honest okay is the best part of your trip going to be the snacking on the way there it's very likely it's very, <laughs> like i'll be honest with you so we're gonna cave we're gonna we're going into tombstone we're going in a cave we're paranormal uh doing a paranormal tour of those three things that might be three four and five of the best things we're gonna do on the trip number one is probably the snacks number two is probably the dinner that we have Oh, because yeah, yeah. I'm going to let loose on the dinner. I'm going to drink. We're not going and anywhere. The whiskey. Right. The yep. whiskey. We're going to be in Tombstone. I got to drink whiskey. Um, so I think I think they're going to be. They let you go five. in that cave if you're just blackout drunk. It's, or it's can like, you like fall down things? It's like mid afternoon, though. Like it's going to be like noon is when I repeat be in the my cave. question. Uh, it probably I could probably be as drunk as I want. Uh, Evan just weighed in combos and time loops. So that's combos and a little. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll just let you figure out what time loops might be. <laughs> Combos yeah, is another great choice. to figure that one out, I think. So. But see, this is why this is important for me. Because 
the snacks might make Combos the trip. Combos is a good call. The, yeah, you know what? Of everything we've talked about, I think I want combos. Combos is solid because it kind of mixes a little bit of everything. Like right? with the cheese ones. You can't have those those garbage, stupid peanut butter ones. Those are trash. You got to have... The peanut butter ones, what? Those are, they have, they have like you know peanut butter in the middle of the pretzel. Oh, okay. Trash. I thought you were talking about like the crackers. No, no, no. Those are with, trash. With the peanut butters because those are solid. I want combo with the cheese in it and that's it. I think that might be the one, Evan. I think that might have jumped up. I don't. But think sometimes a, you can get different ones of those too. You can get the the pretzel with the peanut butter in it. No, I just said those are trash. You don't like those? No, oh, I those are pretty good. No, don't they I'm have a commit, chocolate one too? I'm not big on chocolate. I'm not that big on chocolate. If I'm going to commit, I want the cheese and the salt. That's what I want. I wouldn't say that combos would be on the regular. I don't think those belong on the regular list. But I will say. When you start thinking about them, we did money. a whole segment. <laughs> we did a whole segment, whole segment on snacks. We'll do more. You guys tw- uh, tw- tweet at us. Is it the Welsh Bogman Sports? What are the best road trip snacks? We will talk fantasy baseball. This could make or break my trip. The dinner will be important, but the snacks could make or break it. So this is uh, important stuff. I'm the Welsh. That's Scott Bogman. We're doing big hitter stuff here on this week's edition of In This League. <laughs> Don't go anywhere if you haven't already. We've lost so many listeners. That's not good. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.wcom.eu, major. Go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh, I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah. That's what's going on. It's in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. That's Scott Bogman. I am Chris Welsh. Hello. Hello. Very glad to be back. I Our... think we need to close out this, uh, the snacks thing. Has there been anything that has come up on the list that you are now saying I have to stop at the convenience store before we head all the way out and get. Is combos it? Combos is the one I actually do because I got to get gas when we do this. I legitimately yep. want to get combos. If the if what, what was what did Aaron send us the the Hanover what was it? Let me the the pretzels of Hanover. Snyder of Hanover. Snyder's of Hanover. Yeah. Hanover sweet and salty pretzel pieces. Those look incredible. See, the problem is you're not going to find that in just regular convenience stores. No way. Store. And I'm not finding it in Tombstone, by the way. <laughs> you know what I'm going to find? You may not find it in Buckeye either. No, you're going to find – yeah, that's true. I'm not going to find it anywhere where I'm at. I don't know where the hell you find not that a lot stuff. of refined taste out there. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you trying to say? Uh, nothing. My, my, Mike uh, Sh- uh, Schultler, he said ribs. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> ribs hits – all the stuff that you just can't have I on love a road it. trip. That's hilarious. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I mean, I, that's something like I would make happen, but uh, you couldn't do it. I, I could see you on a road trip eating ribs. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So if you, hey, feel free. Keep uh, tweeting at me. I want to know what. That's all the, I can do from keeping eating ribs in the middle of this show. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, know that you care by telling me what snacks are out there. Ooh, Chex Mex. Uh, absolutely not. Those are horrible.
So no, nah, nah, I'm not a big Chex Mix guy. Nope, definitely not. Definitely, definitely oh, not. Thank you. So, uh, but uh, we'll I talk like Trail about Mix it. if it's M and M's. Oh yeah, M and M's. Just M and M's. M and M's, cashews, and like uh, the little chocolate pieces. <laughs> right. That's not really. It's not really Trail Mix. It's just a bag of sugar. <laughs> it's just sugar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Uh, well, who do you think uh, Shohei Otani likes? He's had, he's had a lot of traveling. What do you think his snack of choice mm-hmm. is? I don't know. Probably I had. Uh, we used to play the snack game at my work where we'd bring in different snacks, and uh, somebody brought in a Japanese seaweed uh, snack. Couldn't have been more disgusting. My wife eats. You're talking about those, those like paper strips of seaweed. Well, there's the paper strips, which I used to. I literally used to feed my fish when I had an aquarium. My wife literally eats those. She'll buy like it's a package disgusting. of it and just like munch those down. And I'm like, that is just like it's. It tastes like. I mean, did she water. put anything on them? No, just in her mouth. Oh, they have flavored God. ones, and it just tastes like flavored like flavored what? seawater. I yeah, know. that's disgusting. It's just so gross. Um, that's no, why I was need like, snacks. She's not allowed to pick the snacks. I'm not. It eating was a seaweed, gross seaweed cracker. Cardboard wrapped in that seaweed stuff gross it's probably yeah. a healthy cracker too with like sesame seeds in it and give me a break oh sunflower seeds shohei otani shohei otani is undoubtedly the most interesting story in all of baseball this year yeah, i mean I we even can't stop talking about him and it's like i wish we at, could by the way at some point like he's going to go away and not be as much of a distraction or a buzzworthy type of player. But right now it's just every single day he's doing something else. And he keeps doing it so much. So they moved him up to seventh uh, yesterday and he got a couple more hits. He got what was it, a couple dude. Shohei Otani leads the angels in RBIs. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> Think about that for a minute from a guy that's only probably playing maybe half the games in a week they've moved him up in the lineup and this guy he wants more playing time he is kind of arguing and fighting for more playing time i i think legitly if there are six days between starts he wants to be out there four of those six days i think he should be out there five of those six days you give him you give him the day out well I think four is probably actually good, like you said. You give him uh, the day off after and the day off before. That's Has, it. Am I wrong about this? I'm just thinking about Maybe this. Maybe not the day before, though. Has he hit in one of his two starts? I don't think so, no. When does that happen? When they when they play an uh, L team on the road. No, I don't I, think that I'm would happen. Then he'd have to about... play the field. But, like, he could DH and pitch at the same time. In the yeah. AL, I think it's more likely to happen when he's playing against an AL team. I I just don't think they want him hitting if if he's pitching if they don't have to. I think in in the NL, uh, I I'm interested to see where they put him in the batting order on that day because he's got to move up. Two more hits tonight. They moved him up to seven. Guy's got to be hitting five. Hit him two. I, I would love to see him hitting it two. I think I think his initial spot. I think they're gonna like lock him in at five. Yeah. I That's where I think not? he locks into. It's incredible. I, I do. So much so, we have really been, I mean, we've just been killing this. I understand it with how much we've talked about Otani, but you just can't help it when you talk about his value overall. I know last week we went as far as to do the Brian Dozier conversation, and um, Otani just barely lost to Brian Dozier. But after the dominance he has continued to show, 
are you more comfortable with the production he's putting up as being real? Or do you think this is an Eric Thames situation where he's going to end up, you know, like April's great and then it's going to all fall apart May and June and he's going to come back down to earth? I I think he's got a good Batman. I think it's a lot better than what we saw in spring. I don't know what was going on there, uh, but he just keeps hitting, man. He made the double that he hit yesterday. He made a nice adjustment on it and uh, pulled his hands inside and put it right down the line. Like he's a good hitter. So, um, you know, I mean, it wasn't the best pitcher in the world, but Hamill Hamill's pretty good. So he's starter in the big leagues. So he's pretty decent. Um, Currently, I don't know, man. I, it, it's, he's good. He's a good hitter. Currently, he has uh, got a strikeout percentage about 21%. I think that's okay. You, you want it to be under 25. That's a big right. marker. I mean, under 20 would be great. I don't want but, it to be under 20. Yeah, you but. do. But I'm just saying, like, over 25, you got a real strikeout problem. 21 is right, manageable. Right. He is also walking 9% of the time. He's got a 367 average, two, 424 OBP, but a 400 BAPIP. So obviously there is a luck factor. What happens when reality kicks in a little bit and he settles down? You know, maybe he's got a 330 BAPIP, more like league average type of thing. You know, where do you think he ends up settling? I, I think he gets more time. And this only solidifies the stuff I said early in the preseason on our In This League show where I said he is going to surprise people and have more at bats. Yeah, than but then you're with everybody else. Come on, man. You're with everybody else at the end of the spring. He looks so horrible. No one expected this. Well, but I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not talking about the expectation. Yeah, I, I fully admit that. Like I kind of came off the train at the very end, especially after I saw him live and in person. Yeah. But I'm saying early on, before we got jaded by stupid spring training stats, I wholeheartedly believe that whatever stupid projections were out there. He was going to beat them. He was yeah. going to surpass them by a heavy amount. And if you go look at updated projections now, Zips has him hitting 107 games with 323 plate appearances. That has moved up. Everything has moved up. He's now, dude box, every projection has him almost <laughs> 300 at bats. Almost 300 well, at bats. What's the batting right average projections there? Um, let's see. Uh, let go. Zips has him at 257. Steamer has him at 272. When I go look at some of the numbers, Zips now projects him with 14 homers, 53 RBIs, 43 runs, and four stolen Did that bases. Changed though. Yeah, absolutely. I that's what they had. Did it really? No, this all changed. Nobody had these type of numbers. Nobody. I Death thought, charts. I thought somebody had those numbers. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't not. I'm not sure if Steamer has changed, but Zips definitely wasn't like this. Nobody had him. <laughs> at 250 at bats and i was saying he could go over 300 yeah uh, i mean why why wouldn't he at this point you know with the way he's hitting obviously he's going to hit some type of a uh slow streak uh, everybody knows that but uh, well, what do you think his value climbs to now because like what do you have to trade to get him in a league where it's daily transactions and you can use him as a batter that's a good question because we had talked about there is a deficiency in him with every- weekly day yeah he's uh, every he's, day it goes up and up and up but you know what you got to worry he's like bitcoin he's a bubble like it's gonna burst at some point <laughs> you know what i mean like this is bitcoin in december it's at an all-time high he's at nineteen thousand on the bitcoin on the otani coin it's going to come down a little bit but i don't think there's a market correction that's going to crash because you know the skill set he's showing offensively it's pretty promising. And then when we go and look, like let me pull up the pitching side just so we have uh, live stats here. 
in those 13 innings and two games, he's not walking guys. He's striking out guys. And his XFIP is better than his ERA. He's got a 2.08 ERA. His XFIP is 1.83. All this stuff is intangible. Do they have stuff here? And uh, his pitch mix, by the way, he is throwing his fastball 44% of the time, which he's getting at 97. That's his average. Slider at 21% of the time. What is um? What is SF? What the hell is that pitch? What the hell is that? That uh, is oh split finger split. I, I don't know why Fangraphs has it like that. <laughs> split finger thirty one percent of the time I and a curve SPLT. Yeah, and a curve uh, just about three three percent of the time, roughly. I mean, that is a good mix of stuff. Fastball to splitter, devastating slide out, good strikeout pitch. He's even dropping in a curveball. His pitch mix looks good. His stats are lining up. He's getting enough rest, which are working out for him. People are going to catch up a little bit. It's going to happen. I don't think he levels off to a point where it's going to be a big detriment. So it comes back to your question of what you just said. What do you have to trade to get him? I kind of think it comes back to the Dozier line, which we created. I think it's gone above that at this point. Uh, in, in a league where you can use him as both, you know, like like we talked about the weekly stuff before, obviously uh, his value takes a hit there. But... I just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like, I feel like you have to give up a little bit more than Dozier at this point. Well, like what? I, I don't, I don't know Where how much are you higher going with this box. You can go. Would you give up Strasburg? I don't know. Maybe. I think I would. That's rough, man. I mean, I don't like Strasburg anyway. You but, definitely don't. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody. I'm trying to find ADPs here, but I, I'm having a, a rough time here. Um, yeah, you wouldn't give up Scherzer. You wouldn't give up. You know, Cole has had 11 strikeouts in his first three starts, and only one of the guys has done that. Who? Garrett Cole? Garrett Cole. Oh, yeah. I mean, Garrett Cole is performing at a, at a, a fantastic level. You trade Garrett Cole for Otani? Yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah, me too. You get both the stats. It's incredible. I think Strasburg is a Carlos Carrasco? One. Oh, that's a really good one. That's a really, really good one. If assuming the conversation is about being able to utilize him offensively, I think I think Carrasco makes some sense. He, he's definitely a DL stint at one point in this season, you know, coming up. So what if they have, I mean, he had 200 innings last year. But if Otani gets to like 160, 170 plus 300 at bats and 15, I, I think it might be Otani. What if somebody offered you... Polanco and Bumgarner. Who for Otani? Yeah. I'd be very tempted to take that. What if you took out okay, let's take out Bumgarner because his upside nah. is obviously enormous. And we put in like Probably not. Z- Z- <laughs> what do we put in Zach Godley? No. So Godley and Polanco for Otani is a no go for you? No go for me. Unless I wanted the depth. I mean I could see it, but no thanks. I might do that. Didn't I ask you Corbin versus uh, Polanco? Or Corbin and Polanco for Otani? Corbin and Polanco for Otani? You're easily doing that if you're doing it with Godley. Yeah, yeah I'm doing that. You think, you think Corbin is better? You could do Corbin. You would trade Otani straight up for Corbin right now. No. I, what are, what are you talking about? about? You would Come think on. about it. No, I wouldn't. No, absolutely not. Corbin doesn't hit. And he's not. he's not the dominant pitcher that uh Otani is like Otani is is real dominance you know uh Corbin is is doing really nice stuff with the slider at this point 
but I just no way. I I wouldn't. I would not even come close to that. Would no. you move one of these injured top guys like Anthony Rizzo or Josh uh-huh. Donaldson for Otani? See, I I think Donaldson I might do, because I'm really concerned about Donaldson, because they're like his throwing was weird, and then they moved him to DH, and they put him back to third. And there's all this crazy stuff with it, and now he's on the disabled list. I think I would trade Donaldson. Rizzo, no, I'm not doing it. You're not doing that. Okay. No. Uh, I think it's fascinating, and I know we have – I feel bad because we have just killed the conversation of Otani, but, but it just doesn't But every stop. single week he moves up. I know. Well, you, you know, know what's so fascinating, too? He is, keeps doing this. He's going to wind up being a first-round pick. hundred I mean, that's where we're, we're heading. But it, it's tough to have the conversation because we're only, like, in, you know, the third week right. of the season. It's tough to well, have that, that. I mean, but that is the overall discussion. You don't just have to stick to Otani for that. There's plenty of guys that are hot, and, and you have to know – whether you want to buy in or not, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, a great point. Like, like Polanco is one of those guys. But the, the other secondary thing to add to that, Boggs, is that you've also got, it really seems like a heavy-handed amount of guys that are going on the DL. And I feel like we have this conversation every year in every sport, but it's like Elvis Andrus fractured this, David Price was taken out of a game, Hanley Ramirez hit in the hand, you've got Rizzo, Donaldson put on there, Adam Eaton's back, Danelison Lamette, Tommy John surgery, when all of these guys, and, and Mighty Margot is out there, popular sleeper names, a lot of these guys are going on the shelf. Other players that are having these hot performances that have not proven long-term, I think their value rockets beyond their preseason value. Take a guy like Ozzy Albies, who is destroying baseball right now. And he was about <laughs> like an eighth-round pick. And a guy like Otani, who was probably taken around him, those guys feel like second or third rounders right now, and they might be. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Uh, speaking of all the injuries and stuff, maybe right now is the best time to sell Otani for some depth if you're one of those teams that has um, that has been hit with the injury bug. You know, there's many, uh, of, there's many leagues that have five DL spots where, you know, guys have already seven dudes on the disabled. I have that. I have that in the league, actually, where... I'm trying to think of it was the Donaldson one. I lost Donaldson and my uh, DL was already full. It's already yeah. full, and I have to bend. I have to put on the bench, uh, Do- stupid Donaldson. So not even we can go away from the Otani situation. But do you think this is perhaps one of the years where it's more beneficial for you to trade away the better player for two good players because of all this disabled list nonsense? No, it is in a redraft league. And I that would, I would be active I didn't mean, in trying I didn't mean to, to trade cut you off. But but in, in that situation, the 10-day DL may be making it better overall for that situation to play out in your favor. Yeah, I the think— The one good guy for two good guys. In redraft, I'm more likely than not to be shopping Otani right now. Like, because it's, it's, it's going to burst a little bit. And yeah. he's doing it enough where we all have this conversation of like, oh my God, is this ever going to stop? Like, it doesn't feel <laughs> like it's going to stop. He's Speaking a, of Chapman homered again today. Well, I mean, it's... I won't stop. It's the all... Yeah, there you go. I mean, what if you went and got like a... I mean, this would be a tough one, but like Barrios, who just struck out 11, and a guy like Matt Chapman, who's striking the world on fire, you know? It's hard to pass that up. It, it's it's hard to pull the trigger, and it's hard to pass that up, kind of. <laughs> but Otani, it, Otani might be... It might be the game changer for you to build the team that wins a championship that he's not on. But we can talk more about that in a little bit more fantasy baseball coming up. It's in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports 
Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. It's not what you did, son, that angers me, son. It's who you did it to. Who? Nobody. Nobody. ITL. Welcome back. Fitness League right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. We are in this league at InThisLeague.com. Go check us out. All the podcasts. You can join up with our insider program. And uh, you can catch the secret show, which will go down next week, where I am talking about my trip. I got a trip coming up uh, after the show. No, the out. spooky story. It was a, it was a ghost. Ectoplasm <laughs> is what it was. What is this, Bogman? Um, BRM, BMUD Rock 04 on Twitter says, Land Jaegers are, hands down, as what is the best snack? Because I asked, what is the best road trip snack? Tweet me, is it the Welsh? He says, Land Jaegers. Land Jaegers? Is that like... Is that like? Is there an air Jaeger and a sea Jaeger also? Is that like a water bear? I have no idea. I don't know what, what that, that is. is. I actually type. I I copied what he wrote and put it in Google, and, oh. Google, and Google put its hands up like I don't know what this is. <laughs> it did. Ask him what it is. Uh, by the way, pistachios also another selection. You jerk. Is that what just came in? Pistachios. Pistachios, like I said at the beginning. Yeah, Girth Algar comes in with pistachios. I, you know what? I'm okay with pistachios. I eat the ones that already that they're not in the shell. It's just yeah. they're like the I mean, black they're the black bag with the green on it. Yeah, yeah. they're like nine dollars a bag. They're amazing. Fourteen dollars for a bag yeah, they're they're amazing. But <laughs> I could also get like a bag of Cheez Its, a bag of combos, and some Sour Patch Kids for the same price of the pistachios. Right, absolutely, yeah. And I really only like my pistachios in ice cream. So oh, yeah. gross. You don't like pistachio ice cream? No. What's wrong no, with you? No pistachio. Why are you so picky? I don't want pistachio ice cream. I don't know. I don't know what your problem is. You got many problems. I, I'll so. tell you what, though. Underrated having Cold Stone on a road trip and driving. Yeah, yeah. Good ice cream. I don't, I don't think that's underrated. I think it's rare. That's I think a good it, point. You probably I think have to it's get more some. rare. I think people like it when they do it, but it's not. A maybe concept. like Baskin Robbins. That's more likely to be at some, like, you know. At middle of nowhere type of Can place. I ask you something? Because I don't know about ice cream because I'm not a big ice cream guy at all. Yeah. Is Baskin Robbins low rent? Um, you know or what? Or is it just like low rent compared to Cold Stone? Baskin Robbins used to be the thing, but I think Baskin it's Robbins. flavors, right? Yeah. I think it's kind of low rent now because everyone else is kind of bougie. Like Cold Stone is the standard. And then you, but here's the big thing gelato spots are the bougie place everywhere is a gelato place and you go get your gelato so i would say baskin robbins what is the difference between gelato and ice cream i don't remember 
okay. this whole conversation. I was I literally was in a store one time and <laughs> I was with my mother in law and I was like and she asked, she was like, What's the difference? And I was like, I'm not really sure. And there's this guy, he's like, Oh, oh, I, I just heard you guys talking. Uh, I, I just had to chime in. I'm a chef and then he had to tell me and I was like, uh. Please jump off a bridge. I don't need to hear any of this. Like, <laughs> I don't care what it is. But I would say that Baskin Robbins is probably the McDonald's of ice cream now. Oh, now see that's. I would that's say that well Cold meant. Cold Stone is like the. Um, if we were going to fast food, Cold Stone is probably like, like the, the Wendy's, like Whataburger, Wendy's, and I would say the Gelato spots are like the In and Out or the White Castle. So let's see. Gelato is the Italian word for ice cream. It starts out with a similar custard base custard, as ice cream, but has a higher proportion of milk and a lower proportion of cream and milk. eggs or no eggs at all. It is churned at a much slower weight, in, in, incorporating less air mm. and leaving the gelato denser than ice cream. Oh, sounds good. Mm. I want some gelato. Yeah, whatever. It's ice cream. All right. Well, uh, you can still tweet yeah, me. I mean, at... gelato is the Italian word for ice cream. It's the same thing. Yeah, but it's like better. It's more bougie. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just better. Like, and I don't... Baskin Robbins is. It's not good. Like, I'll get like a wild hair twice a year and get some ice cream. I'm not a big ice cream person. Bad take. I actually like McDonald's ice cream. And did you know it's isn't actually... that like plastic? Yeah, it's not even dairy. It's actually like, it's like vegan. cold plastic. It's not even real dairy. I don't know why. There's something about the vanilla. That, I like... think you immediately get cancer after you have McDonald's ice cream, right? Don't you have to go for chemo right after you eat it? Probably anything at McDonald's. <laughs> Probably. You know, that someday they're gonna like they're gonna want you to come in, and one of their selling points of coming into McDonald's will be like self in, um, insulin. You know, like needles that you can just come in and change the needle and get your insulin while you eat your McDonald's. Like that'll be the sell of why you should uh, actually like, not get Uber Eats or something. Well, if that if that makes them uh, if that makes them uh, get the forty four ounce sodas again, I'm all for it. Never gonna happen. They're gonna it's gonna be like eight ounce sodas and you can keep refilling because <laughs> they'll be like it'll be like you know what it's really good because then people have to get up and walk to the thing. It's like okay, you idiots. It doesn't. Make the sense. large keeps getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like the I like places that haven't like sold out you know that like their medium is a large and then like if you have a, a girlfriend who wants you to get a small and then she's like what the hell that's too big and you're like good job you guys you did good <laughs> don't give in to the government fight the man uh fantasy baseball conversation of course but we've got the snack conversation that you can uh, weigh in on let me know i feel and, like the snack conversation more divisive than the fantasy baseball great point uh yeah i mean i would say the road trip snacks is more divisive on should you trade otani or not i really do <laughs> Uh, but let's. Would you trade two bags of that pistachio of those pistachios? Yes. For uh, Otani, a hundred percent. I don't know. That's like twenty eight dollars for the pistachios. I mean, it's a lot. Else. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> if you throw combos in there, I got a problem. Or, or oh some man, Pringles. got a deal. I like the small can of Pringles, by the way. The small can, like the ah, uh, okay. Yeah, not well, the you, big one. You like that because. You could eat a whole large can in one sitting. So Without the small can question. is nice because you kill that. And can don't you not? Kill no, absolutely. I, well, I didn't mean you. I oh, meant yeah. like you as in people listening. Oh, I okay. anyone. Last one. I swear to God, this would be the ultimate <laughs> snack. This is what this. Okay, I'm going to get you inside of my fat brain. When I have a, a day where I'm going to just live as the disgusting uh, piece of s that I am, when mm -hmm. I'm at that point. There's a specific snack that just sets me over the top. And I'll treat it like a lunch because it's like 4,000 calories, it feels like. You go buy, 
like the flavored, um, like the crisp chips, you know, like a cool ranch type of a chip okay. or, you know, they're, right. like they're almost like a, uh, a wheat thin, but they're not quite I'm just like air crisp type of chips. Wheat thin. Are you talking about like kettle chips? Not quite kettle. I can't think of what they're called, but they'll have like cool ranch or nacho cheddar or something like that. Wheat thins work as well. Okay. And then you get the sharp cheddar uh, spread cheese. Ah, uh, okay. Do you mean spray cheese? Spray cheese. And you spray oh, it on the crackers. Yeah. I, that's the fat meal. I get a, bo- a box of wheat thins and the sharp cheddar spray cheese and you just take it out. Did I tell you that my, my uncle, RIP by the way, he used to spray the cheese on Oreo. Oh, not no. a joke. I thought for years, I thought he was lying. And I came home late from something, and I turn around the corner, and I see him with the Oreos in the can. Oh, and I thought, no, I thought, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Gross. I thought he was effing with me, but he did not hear me. He was, he's basic, he was deaf. So uh, he's, uh, I see him doing it, and I go, no, no, I no. do exactly <laughs> what you just heard. And I grab his hands. And I look at him and I go, open your mouth. Because <laughs> I didn't believe him. Ew, I thought he was effing with me. Grosser. I, I, th- I thought he was effing with me. I thought he, he heard me come in and was doing that. And he opened up his mouth and gross Oreo and spray cheese. And I almost yacked. I feel like that has to be the Disgusting. next food challenge we do in this league. Like on a bet. Like I want to have the warhead <laughs> challenge. We need to do. Somebody the- has to eat a whole sleeve of Oreos with the spray cheese on top. Like, you know what we should do? We'll have to make it a paid thing, too, because we need to make money off it because it's going to be the grossest thing we've ever done. <laughs> Is you and I, we both get the spray cheese and the Oreos oh. and we see who can eat more. Oh, God, I don't want to do that. I think I that, just threw up peeps like a month ago. I think that might be a really good one. And we have to see who taps out first. And the winner gets 70% of the purse. That's what we'll do. It'll be a paid thing. People create the purse. We have a minimum. Once we have it, winner gets 70% of the purse. See, what we need to do, though, is we need to do like, you know, how the, the charities, you'll give like 50 cents a mile for how, how long someone runs or walks or whatever they do. We need that per Oreo. We need a sign-up sheet. That's a good point. Well, that's so, what we said a minimum. So we need if we to be like three Oreos. People only owe whatever three bucks or buck fifty or whatever it is. But if we go deep, we go twenty Oreos a piece with that stupid squirt cheese on it. First of all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die with a stroke. But now the purse is getting big. Oh no, I'm trying to lose weight too. I I would struggle <laughs> with that right now because the of everything that's going on. I think that's it. We might have to do that. So be on the lookout for that in this league.com. All the the <laughs> the world breaking stuff we're doing. All right. While we still have a few minutes here, let's talk uh, not about snacks or food or throwing up, but let's talk about some of these fantasy baseball players and whether we are buying or selling. We just talked about Shohei Otani in how we're treating him. I think both of us kind of agree we're kind of in a sell mode on him as long as it's high. It's got to be. You have to be. It's got to be something where you're like, well, I got to do this. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't sell him short, but I think in general. With when someone starts out that white hot, they can't keep that pace the entire season. So you kind of have to be in cell mode. Yeah, I, I think th- so. Okay, so let's talk about some other uh, hot guys, some hot performances, hot and whether we are buying or selling. So why don't I'll let you, Bogman? I'll let you hit it. All right. How about uh, we've talked about him a little bit, Didi Gregorius. What do you think about Didi so far? I mean. That every time I look, Didi Gregorius is driven in another run. Yeah. It just always keeps popping up. He's hitting 
Uh, where'd it go? My my thing froze up here. He's hitting 333. He's got three bombs, 12 RBI, 11 runs, and two swipes already. He only had three all year last year, and he's only played 13 games. What you, do you think about You mentioned this on uh, our last In This League Fantasy Baseball podcast, and I'm in agreement with it that the position of shortstop has uh, the talent pool has lessened and lessened, and with the injuries, you know, to Xander Bogarts, and who the hell did we... Um, Andrus. Andrus, yeah, we just lost Andrus. With that, I think it it really changes the game up a bit where I don't think I needed that because I was already buying into Didi, but more so, this is a buy. I'm not looking to sell Didi at a high because I don't think you can get the return value. I think there's still something to be said about purchasing him at this point. I think it might not be astronomical, but I'm a buy on Didi's performance for this year. What about, we already talked about Chapman. What are you? Are you a buy or sell? I'm a buy on Didi. I think that's... It, it it is known the Welsh. I I was a Didi guy going into the year. I love him hitting in that Yankees lineup. He's driving in all these runs, driving in Stanton and and Judge and all those guys. And uh, the guys at the bottom of the lineup have been fairly hot too. Aaron Hicks had another bomb yesterday, so uh, they've been good. So I I think I'm definitely a buy. What about DJ Lemayhew? Because I I clowned on DJ Lemayhew a little bit uh, before the season started because. This guy, you know, you know he's going to hit really well. He hit 310 last year. He hit 348 the year before that. But he's like, uh, you know, last year he had eight bombs and six swipes. The year before that, he's 11 and 11. So he's barely a 10-10 guy usually. But he already has four homers this year. He's hitting 351, which would be the highest he's ever hit. We, we don't think that's going to stay the same. He's got four bombs. He's got a swipe. Uh, his BAPIP is an astronomical. His career is 352. He's at 356. So he just looks like he's added a little bit of power. What do you think about LeMahieu moving forward? I'm also a buy on him. I like him because he's one of the, you know, he was a, a lower cost, you know, in the post 100s, high average type of guy. He sets at the middle infield, second base spot, especially if you kind of missed out on it. And he, you're getting extra benefits right now. So he's one of those guys, maybe similar to Didi. I don't think the perception is going to be there for you to get what you deserve type of thing. You know what I mean? Like the best that you're going to be able to do is you're going to have to purchase. You're going to have to purchase like a really underperforming player, but probably not like a crazy high underperforming player. Like you're going to have to find somebody like in the, the eighties or nineties to buy. And I don't think it's worth it. And I think his production level is enough to go with. So I'm, I'm buying it. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to stand by what I said in the preseason. I, I don't think that this power is going to stay. I don't think – like, how many homers do you think for him? Because I'm going to say 12. I think that's about right. 12 to 15 is, is – I mean, I think I think 15 is is a plus-plus off of what you thought you right. would get. Like, with DJ LeMahieu, if you got 15 homers, stolen bases, you know, 15-15, you yeah. got 60 RBIs, call it 90 runs and a 300 average – I mean, that's great. That's probably top 75 value, and you paid like 110 for him. Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe I'm a buy because I think he could finish above where he was going, but I don't know. I just, I'm not selling anything great for him. So I think I'm going to stay a sell. Let me ask you this one then because he just did it last night. Uh, You kind of referenced it before. We talked about him in the In This League Fantasy Baseball podcast, the most recent one, where we said, Who are you buying? Whose early uh, season performance are you buying? And it was between Corbin, Swanson, and Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman is just continuously on a tear. He's now hitting uh, 365. He's got five homers, 12 RBIs, 12 runs. 
He just is rocking. His uh, strikeout percentage is down. His walking percentage is up. OBP everything. Do you buy Matt Chapman right now? I mean, I buy him to be better than what we thought, but I think as far as fantasy goes at this point, I would have to sell him. I think that he like, he's not going to hit 347. I don't think this power streak is going to stay, even though he has legit 30 home run power. I think that he's going to come crashing back down to earth at some point. Really? So, I mean, I think he's still going to be way higher than what we initially thought for him. But I think that you can get more than you deserve in trading Chapman right now. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, it does. I'm just not sure it's the case. I mean, a lot of these guys, I guess what we're talking about, are guys that I'm just not sure you can get the value. Let me do one more quick one, and then we're going to be getting out of here for the hour. What about Jose Ramirez with the Cardinals, who has been as awesome? Ho- Jose Martinez. Jose Martinez. I think I always do that. Jose Martinez. Hitting 364, 442 OBP, three homers, 14 RBIs a higher walk percentage than strikeout percentage. He is a 7% strikeout percentage right now. You buy or selling Jose Martinez. I mm, mean, this one's tough. Um, These are guys that you're getting incredible um, return values on that we've talked about. I'm, I'm going to sell him. I think he's going to come back down to earth. That dude's super loud at the plate. Um, I, I like, I like that walk rate, but it's six walks to four strikeouts. I, I think that's going to come way back down I gotta, so i think i'm gonna sell Jose i feel like i got a great debate for the next show for uh, okay. maybe we'll do it for the end of this week fantasy baseball podcast for this monday episode which by the way we got jason collette joining us from uh fan yeah jose martinez versus matt chapman that's Rest a good season i i think do you, should i get my answer now or do we want to wait let's wait Okay. Listen to the podcast in this league fantasy baseball podcast it'll be coming out this monday jason collette's joining us Maybe we can bring that one up because I think that might be a, a pretty solid one to talk about. Well, that is uh, the episode in its entirety. But remember that we still have another hour. So why did I say that? It's because Bogman and I, we, we, we say goodnight as far as our duo. But you're getting another hour of me talking with Chris Blessing from Baseball HQ. Land Jaegers, we got an answer, by the way. What is it? It's a meat jerky stick, but better. So jerky. I like that. That sounds great. So it's jerky. Yeah, it's big, but but better. Okay. And it's on a stick. Oh, like a kebab. Meat on a stick is always solid. I mean, that might be a really good one. All right, well, hey, if you've got takes on the best road trip snacks, hit me up. Is it the Welsh Bogman Sports? You send those over to us. Uh, we got prospect talk, Juan Soto. I'm going to give you some of the top performing prospects over the uh, beginning of the minor league season. That's all coming up in the next hour with a preview of prospect one. That is Scott Bogman. I am Chris Welsh. I'm going to go do some ghost hunting, so get at me with those snacks. I'm going to need some stuff coming back. Indisleague.com, that's where you hit us up. Let's go with the Prospect Talk. We'll be back. Uh.